Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives, or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. L, last episode, we were talking about personal impact, and there was something you wanted to share with us. So please, take it away. How do I say this without being too incriminating? Not <laughs> leave names from, out of it. What, what we could do with... None of myself. Oh, no. So I was, in a, I, I was in a gathering of a couple of people. Allegedly. A gathering of a couple of people <laughs> that was, I believed, I understood, was designed to help support another person. And then when we were in the meeting, it felt to me like we were there to punish the other person. Yeah. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that was the intent. It's just yeah. I went from one belief to another belief and I ended up leaving the meeting. And there was a lot of yelling and all that stuff going on during the meeting. And I don't recall... The strongest emotion I recall feeling was humour. Like, I, I think I laughed inappropriately more than once. <laughs> and Probably the most appropriate thing that happened in that meeting. I don't know about that. However, because <laughs> no, some people feel it's it's an attack on them or their value, I've noticed. Yeah, it does, yeah okay, got it, that type. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, I ended up just leaving because I realised, A, that I wasn't adding any value in that meeting. B, I'd finished dinner. And C, I thought, maybe if I leave the space, then the others that I, I feel had, had a similar agenda would make some progress. And it's interesting. It's really interesting because I went through a number of challenges of thought and feeling. Mm. And in the past, I would have really taken it personally. I would have really felt there was something wrong with me, something wrong with the other people, something, you know, this time... It's still, it's, it's still an impact. There's still some emotion to it. Yeah. However, I get that it's emotion and I don't feel that I'm, there's something wrong with me or something like that. I just feel like we've just, a group of people have come together with different agendas, different, different understandings of, of what we were there to achieve, different energies, different frames of thought. Yeah. And nobody, because one, one of the people, one of the group was attempting to bring order and just just was not able to. So, yeah, so it was a really, for me, it was a really interesting experience. So I claim nothing when it comes to wisdom or experience or, you know, whatever I demonstrate is what I demonstrate. I don't claim anything. I don't claim to hold any position. And I, and I, and I'm, I acknowledge that I have more to let go of and more to learn. And I'm ready to. Do you want to share your, your approach to life? You want to, yeah. you, you want to yeah. hear my personal vision? Yeah, my yeah. Personal, personal vision. vision. Right. Yeah. So this is my personal vision. So I have a, just another point on vision. I, I advocate having a personal vision first. Not one for you and your wife. Not one for your business. Not one for you. Because you, as the saying goes, you come in on your own, you go out on your own. Yeah. yeah. You have your journey. And what you share with others is valuable. However, you share that with others. It's not, it's not their journey. It's not your journey. It's a shared journey, right? So my, my vision is this. In any moment, I choose to let go of something that doesn't serve me, heal a wound, learn something new, or grow. And I do this 
in order to be me to the max, knowing that by being me to the max, I'll have the maximum positive impact on my environment and enjoy a life beyond my wildest imagination. Cool. Yeah, a lot of that. <clears throat> That's the first vision I've ever had which I can recite from my heart and yeah. mean it and live it. Yeah. And that was what transformed my life is when I chose a personal vision too. Yeah. Um, and mine is um, I live with the vision and the passion to create and make a difference. And there's two little bits that come after that, which is life is a celebration and to love and nurture those who cannot see it. And that transformed my life. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. And for those listening, if none of what either Ross or I said resonates, it doesn't matter because, again, it was our personal vision. Mm. Those two are very different. They are quite different. However, however, both of us share some some elements of our journey we do share some elements of our journey and and so we and we both have a similar view i believe of how important vision is and and how much it draws us forward mm. and so there's still a lot of parallels there as well mm. yeah that's interesting yeah but me personally i don't have i don't know a vision as such i've got maybe well maybe a bit of an inner compass uh you know that allows me to know when potentially things aren't on track. So compasses can be affected by environmental concerns. Yeah, yeah. Almost like a set of, you know, internal values as well. So that sure. that you know gives me a measure sure. of, you know, where I'm headed and if I am going in the right direction. But yeah, nothing nothing personal. Maybe that's something, you know, I, I need to look at. There's a lot of things in business. I reckon a lot of yeah, it took for me it took a lot of personal work. Like I was doing personal development three at least three times a week every week for probably two to three years before i created that and it just came to me naturally it was just something Mm. that it just spoke to me Mm. i didn't need to force it Mm. i didn't need to do anything it was just there Mm. and that was then how i lived from Mm. that point on it's it's really yeah and it's interesting you say that like it's it's really hard Uh, for me at the moment i don't i'm not doing any coaching i'm not doing really any uh learning as such apart from you know reading you know books about sleep and anatomy and so I, i'm learning but That's i'm not learning yeah yeah like well i, I suppose yeah look yeah it, it's probably not um you know i'm not reading any self-help books i'm not looking at uh, different uh, coaching models you know it's very sort of spiritual and i, I grapple with that because it's kept the old comes back and comes in and says, hey, maybe you should be looking over here and doing this. And it's lots of stuff that wants to draw me back in. But I think it just it, it takes up too much bandwidth at the moment. That's it. For me. There's seasons. There's seasons. Com- communication in that space, mm. I think, is important. So being able to talk to people in that space rather than just your the yeah, standard mates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? So yeah. when you hang out with your mates, it's not talking about... Um, you know, inspiration and positivity and stuff like that. It's typically just not. If you've got a group of people that are like that, then that's where you want to be spending that comp- that time having that conversation. Um, you know, that's why things like, um, you know, having a, a group of business colleagues that you can hang out with that yeah. are actually headed in the right direction, not, yeah. just, not just business people that are doing business 
and they're kind of enjoying it. But those that are actually intentionally trying to grow and look to the where's next, like what's the next place to go to? Yeah. It's a very different conversation. Um, and you'll know it when you step into that space. And being able to have that conversation, I think is important. And if you can create that at home with your partner, um, your family, whatever that is, that's awesome too. You know, the more places you can have that conversation, the less you need to focus on self. Um, that has been my experience anyway. Yeah, that's really well said, man. Yeah, yeah, agree. Good, and the, good insight. Yeah. I think those of us that are drawn to coaching are drawn to coaching because then we keep having those conversations constantly <laughs> with and people yeah. that are yeah, yeah, yeah. the conversation. That's right. Like, yeah, like, the like, like, coaches, you know, it's like. Yeah, everyone's yeah. coaching each other. Yeah, don't coach me, man. You're coaching me right <laughs> fucking now. Like, Come on, man. What's going on here? And you meet people at different stages of their life that are learning. And uh, hey, what podcast are you listening to? I, was, I met a guy at a party and go get up. Mm. We're going to catch up for lunch this week. And he's smashing it. And he said, What podcast are you listening to? Get your phone out. I'm going, What do you mean? And he goes, I just want to know. So I said, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. Aubrey Marcus and then he rang me out of the blue yesterday and said we need to catch up so what do you mean he goes well well, I've got some stuff I need to do with you but anyway I've been listening to this podcast he goes that Joe Rogan bloke's fucking legend Joey Diaz man I'm not sure about that but Aubrey Marcus (laughs) he's just crazy he's so out there and then I thought back because this guy's into uh, you know so very spiritual you know he he regularly takes mushrooms MDMA he's on the cusp of um, you know real deep deep sort of transient thinking and learning and he experiments the shit out of life right and um, he just said man that I I couldn't listen to it and I was like okay so I said I'm I'm balls deep in that shit I'm Mm -hmm. like and he's like what do you mean I'm like well yeah I want to go over to you know Arizona and do a, a one week shaman stay and you know, mm. um, eat some peyote and you know, have some mushrooms and really, you know what I mean, expand my mind. He's just, mm. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so we're at different levels of learning, whereas he's yeah. like, give me Jack D, give me, you know, give me all the, all, just give me everything I can, you know, to, to try and increase sales, you know, productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary V, you know, Tim Ferriss. Do you want to make a note? Next week, let's be open to the theme of um, what I would put is is learning mechanical skills versus learning to grow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So mechanical versus IQ. Self improvement. Um, yeah. EQ. Right. So it's, well, yeah. it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. So to me, to me, now don't get me wrong. Mechanical, <laughs> mechanical skills are what give us our quality of life. I'm not poo-pooing them. All I'm saying is there's a difference between I, soaking I up mechanical skills. I disagree that they're, they only think so they're the ones that give you the... Let's put it on yeah, the thing for next week. But <laughs> I'm just trying to explain what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but sure. Yeah. Only mechanical skills, yeah. This is personal growth. Yeah. Let's leave it at that for now. And and looking, you know, sometimes I feel that looking in certain directions, you're like, well, it's just not there for me. You know, I do need to expand the you know my doors of perception. I've opened them before and I've had you know, good success. And I'm like, okay, so is this a place that I may need to go in a controlled environment again, you know, to really, you know, uh, open my mind and listen mm-hmm. to me. So I, I'm kind of on the fence because obviously there's, you know. You'll know, intuitively you'll know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so I'm, I'm overthinking it. There's ramifications, well, you know, you've, I've got kids, you know, you wouldn't want to 
take something and you're in a fucking wheelchair for the rest of your life, right? But, well, you know, again, that's that's overthinking it, mate. It is, day, yeah, yeah. End of the day, I was I, I, I've been an experimenter too. I was going out with a girl who wanted to take MDMA to some other stuff. It just never felt right to me. Yeah. I didn't have an intellectual thing or a police thing or it just didn't feel right. Yeah. So we never did. Yeah. That's it. And then they're, they're a natural part of, you know, human evolution, you know, and people that sit there and say that, you know, hemp and CBD, THC, you know, all these, all these, um, and the psychoactive uh, mix of drugs as well that have, you know, are a scourge on, on the nation. Well, you know, it's, it's, they're it's a, not true. They're a scourge on authority. They're a scourge on um, uh, conditioning. They're a yeah. scourge on conformity. Yep. So they're a scourge on anyone that wants control. That's all they're a scourge on. Yeah. And there's lots of evidence to support that. They're even looking at opening up um, MDMA clinics in the States. Like they're very, very close to this um, uh, for PTSD and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, where they can't, no, no, no medication can... Mm can control, you know, what's going on. Uh, you know, the big pharma companies don't like it because they sort of can't really control it. But they've had great success with people with, like, you know, high levels of mental illness and, uh, and you know, people that are very lost, but especially, you know, uh, soldiers and stuff that come back from war that see horrific shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got great benefits there. So I think, yeah, everything in moderation, that's what I add. I'm an advocate of that. And, yeah, listen, listen to your inner dialogue. You, you know, you're in a, you're in a cell. And you'll know what to do at the time. So, yeah. Yeah. Do we give Ross five minutes? Yes. <laughs> Ross needs his five. I need my five. Cool. So, um, yeah, interesting. The stuff that we're talking about is 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 awesome. Like a couple of things have happened to me in the last, well, not even 24 hours. Um, one of those was a, a, a group uh, sort of coaching session where there's like 10 people and they were sharing and some of the realizations that they came to, and we, we shared it um, before, where I spoke about somebody's stuff coming up and they're reacting and they're not behaving in a, in a positive manner. Um, and it was referred to as their act and just kind of dumping that on other people and then they get reactivated the same way. Everybody in that room kind of got that. That's what they do in life. They kind of, when they're in that space, they kind of create this you know, trail of, of uh, devastation behind them, you know, mm. and a lot of the time we don't look back to look at what that devastation is. And it could just be, you know, as simple as, you know, well, you know, F you, I'm out of here. Um, and we don't really look at what the impact of that is. And I, and I, and it was, this group actually was brought together because of the impact of someone doing that. They yeah. kind of, you know, they kind of didn't feel the support that was all around them. They didn't feel it because of the beliefs that they were creating for themselves and they removed themselves. And the fallout of that was huge. Like there was, you know, 50 people or something in that room and um, every single person in that room was impacted by that. Yeah, right. Um, and all they did was remove themselves from it and they didn't get the uh, what they caused. So... Um, caused or influenced? Yeah, sure, influenced, yeah. Um, you could call it cause. So there's a cause and effect. So they did something and there was an effect. It's just the word cause implies that they have force something on everybody else rather than they have taken an action and there has been a reaction so so what was the outcome so because there's not a lot of context to give people you know an idea of like what you know what exactly what it was but what was the outcome of those 50 people how were they affected and and how did the you know the meeting or the 
Yeah, so so probably the, the the one of the big things that's happening is is they're creating community. Yeah. So they're a community of people creating community. Like they're doing it with each other, they're doing it in groups, they're doing it to their wider families and, and other communities as well. So they're there make creating community. So someone in the community has removed themselves from that community in the middle of you know, in the middle of a work work day. So like, you know, we're all together working on working on um, ourselves, like yeah. it's personal development. Um, and they've suddenly just disappeared. Um, and nobody knows what's going on. They're out of contact and, you know, and then, and then everybody's minds start running, you know, what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And we get stuck in this weird space. Whereas the other thing that can happen is, um, when you create for someone a dream or an inspiration or, you know, paint a future for them and yet that's the space you spend with them then that's what they get. That's what rubbles off on them. So we know that if we're rude to someone, they get upset. And what yeah. you were saying before, Al, about um, that meeting where you thought you were in there to help someone and then they, they were getting, you kind of felt like they might've been attacked. Um, the moment you make someone wrong, they're, they're gonna defend themselves. Like you can't go in there with an attitude of this person's done the wrong thing because it's not gonna have the outcome that you want they're immediately gonna defend themselves, whether it's right, wrong, whatever. But if you're there to make someone wrong for it, to blame them, no one wants to be blamed for it, whether you're wrong or, or not is irrelevant. We're all doing the best we can. We didn't intentionally do anything wrong. Bingo. So the moment you blame us for something, <clears throat> phew, you know, backs are up against the wall and it's not gonna turn out well. It may not have been the right, the right thing to do under the circumstances as we see it, but that person was definitely doing the best that they could in that moment. So blaming someone is really counterproductive. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so, and that's what we do though. We just react to, you know, we create whatever meanings and beliefs. Um, you know, getting upset is just because something didn't go the way we thought it would. We thought, hey, we, you know, I'd go this way and it didn't happen. Like, you know, we've spoken about road rage before. And, um, on the way I, we thought or the way we were emotionally attached to it going? Well, we kind of expect that somebody <laughs> won't cut us off. That's kind of like, well, you know, I kind of drive down the road and I expect that somebody won't cut me off. Someone cuts me off and now I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah. And that person, you know, and now it's whatever connection we've got about that. Well, you know, that person doesn't deserve to, to be on the road. They've put my life at risk and whatever that story is, that was always mine. That, you know, um, they've put my, my life at risk and um, I don't think that's cool. So that was what upset me about it. Yeah. Um, that was my story. Um, but that created a reality for me that was actually not safe for me um, or other people on the road when I, you know, when I got amped up and angry. Uh, so, and then you're right. So it's totally what, what we, the meaning we make, but it's so easy to be, act, to be activated by other people rather than inspiring other people. Especially that takes the ones more work. that love us. <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, we expect no. we expect them to be more aligned with our yeah. with our with our thoughts, but they're not in our head. No, and as you said, we see everyone sees things so differently. Yeah. And I think I think the key to back of what Al was saying, probably related to you as well, Ross, was to set the intention of a meeting yeah. too is the key. Yeah. That the intention here is to, you know, dot dot dot. Yeah. Uh, and if it goes anything outside of that, then we agree we should walk away, disband, and come back when we're at a higher level of consciousness um, or thinking, right? A meeting shouldn't start without a clear intention and outcome that they're planning for. Hey, we're after, this is why we're meeting. We're really clear about that. Everybody's clear about that. And someone runs it. And their only purpose is to run that meeting until you guys 
until whoever's in those meetings gets used to being able to do that for themselves while the meeting's going on. But until the people in that meeting can manage the conversation so that it is only focused on that intention, then that there should be someone whose only purpose is to manage that. Yeah, and being supported as well, I think that's a key for any group when someone doesn't feel supported and the, there is that lack of intention. Um, last year, I did a, a group spiral clearing. It was these guys, you have to come along to it one day. <laughs> okay. And there must have been about, say, 60 people in the room, You know, yeah, probably yeah. 10 groups of six. Uh, and we had a spiral practitioner in each group and we were clearing some pretty deep emotions, you know, so, and everyone was at such different levels, you mm. know, there was guys that ran $50 million plus a year businesses to guys, you know, that were 45 that still live at home with their parents. Mm. Uh, there's people in wheelchairs that were still suffering, you know, horrific um, stress uh, from, you know, their accident from many years ago. But we're all pitted with one another um, and, and when it was super hard, uh, you know, everyone rallied around them. You know, like we, you know, mm-hmm. we were there to support yeah. them. You know, you held yep. hands, you cuddled, and we, and and I suppose the the outcome of it was is that we cleared those emotions. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and for those to come out and in a supported environment was huge. At the end of the day, you just it was you just like fuck, and, and everyone's got your back, but you don't feel mm. like that because you remember it's foreign. You're like fuck. I don't, mm. I don't even know. Who, I didn't know anyone. I knew mm. one person, the guy who ran the show, and he's a legend. So I'm like, cool, I know you. So and he's like, nah, you with them. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I like, you know, familiar things. And, yeah. But it was just great to see that even the person in our group who suffered horrific shit, like mm-hmm. they were completely switched off. They didn't want to be a part of it. They wanted mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. And everyone said, no, no, just stick with it. Stick with it. You know what I mean? You're, you're loved here. You got, you, you, there mm-hmm. should be no shame. You know what I mean? Like, let's share it. And she it's got hard to get it. that too. She got over that. Yeah, and you could see that. I, at the time, for me, I, was, I couldn't even get into that headspace of where she was mm. but it was great it was that sense of community being supported mm. and no one really left unless they had to yeah like unless stuff that was coming up for them was just so bad that they couldn't deal with and that puts in perspective the intention here is to deal with our emotions that come up because they're just going to be looping patterns it's going to keep mm. happening whether you're here or out there it's going to keep coming up your best chance is here so let's try and clear this emotion, dig deep, see what it is. It's, it's sad for people when they leave spaces like that. Yeah. Because they'll probably never, ever face that again. And they'll be stuck with it for the rest of their life. They'll never... What happens is... One of the things that happens, which is what happened for, for the individual that left from in our group in the middle of it, um, is that they just don't really get that community is there. Because we don't get to experience community. But every single human I've ever met has this real sense of community within them. And the only time they reject society is when they feel rejected. So they might behave as if there's no sense of community, like they just like they hate human beings. But that's because of something they've experienced in their life that has kind of given them that learning. That they learn that the human race has, has rejected them yeah. and therefore they're going to make them pay. And none of this is conscious. It all happens subconsciously. And even if you ask them, it'll probably take a bit of work for them to even get clear about that as what has happened. And they may not, because they may not remember the thing that happened that started it all back way back when in their childhood. Um, but yeah, every single person I've ever met, no matter what's going on for them, has um, had a deep sense of community. Like yeah. it's just naturally there for, for us as human beings. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. 
we cover it up with ego and all sorts of things. Well, especially in that coaching environment, right? If you're there, yeah. everyone's just, yeah, fucking swimming, man, killing the sails, this and that. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when it gets real in some of these groups, you go, fuck, like the walls are so <laughs> different, right? And when they come down, the, the learning and the growth, mm-hmm. when the walls are down, mm-hmm. far outweighs a yep. hundred fucking courses with... Gary Vee person or yep. whoever the fuck yeah. you, you know yep. yeah anyone that you lord over mechanical skills versus yeah. real growth and, yep. and that's yep. that's where that real growth is and, and I hope that that person will have the realisation with people like you around mm-hmm. to say hey this is what's happened we're here to support you that he'll turn around and see it differently because mm-hmm. everyone deserves a second chance and they do need to feel supported. So I think that's yeah. a, you know. Their journey is their journey and it will be what it will be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a whiteboard above us that says well, it is what it is. Isn't that what it's saying? Well, which one's that? The whiteboard? In the cupboard? Doesn't it say it is what it is? It is what it is. Did it say that? Which words? Which whiteboard? On that whiteboard over there, there was written a note. Oh, no. How we, how we do anything is how we do everything. That's, that's the that, motto. Yeah. But I think there was it is what it is on there a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the... Um, anyway. Yeah, no. Accept what is. Change what you can change. Okay. And appreciate the insights and wisdom on the way. Okay. That's what one smart Great. individual said to me. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm putting mm. it on the whiteboard. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, You're Ross. Awesome. We're, yep. we're, we're getting closer to an hour than half an hour so yeah cool well actually I'm going to chop this one so it's actually going to be two episodes you chop it? Long. Yep. All right. so, uh, so, yeah so, so you get the uh, the first 35 minutes I mean five minutes <laughs> <laughs> just yes send it if send it so the first podcast is Luke yeah the, the first the first <laughs> podcast is just Luke's five minutes <laughs> it's all good it's all good I'm starting my own it's podcast <laughs> it's called Luke without Ross and Al <laughs> don't get him confused I just I have to go because I'm about to get my head red and that's very important alright uh, uh, yeah nah, good awesome one. excellent not, well, not literally I'm, I'm doing a faster EFT session so not psychologist much better than psychologist no we can dig down a bit more into that next week yeah maybe yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'd like to learn more. I'll be open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Awesome. So plenty to talk about. Um, thank you, everybody, for, for listening. I hope you uh, you got something from this. Uh, you can be sure that uh, we had a lot of fun bringing it to you. And we look forward mm-hmm. to catching up with you next week. See got you questions later. and things, send it through. Excellent. Now, Thanks. adios, amigos. Bye.